You are listening to The Dollop. This is a bi-weekly American history podcast. Each week, I, David Sean Anthony, Sean. read a story from American history, not German or all the other ideas you guys send me. It's an American history podcast. I say it every week. Mer- American. I read a story to my friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is about, but knows that it's not going to be German. I get them every every week. I get one from another country. Just they keep coming. Is it are, is it German people or it's just- no no? They're from all people send them from all, countries all over the world. Yeah. like this thing, well, this one is great. You're like I know, but up Actually, top I say American history. <laughs> that is a story. I don't think a lot of people have people heard. people have not heard it. Not in Iran and, anyway. Um, it's it's interesting. It was a weird time. It I don't was know if super you've heard weird. About this. God, do you want to look at a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gera. Dave, okay. Someone or something is tickling people. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You are <laughs> Queen Fakey of Made Up Town. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. A bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> March 21st, 1813. We should have him as a guest on a podcast. We should. 1813? Yeah. Okay. James Jesse Strang was born to Clement and Abigail Strang in Sipico, New York. All normal sounding. His childhood was full of sickness and suffering. Oh, God. At one point, it was thought he was dead, and the family started to make preparations for his burial. <laughs> he was just really deep in asleep? But he wasn't. He was just dying. They thought he was dead. Yeah, he was really sick, and they're like, that's it for this one. They might have just been like, we're done. He's Let's always Let's see sick. if we can bury him before Come he wakes on. up. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dead yet. Strang said all of his early memories were painful. Okay. He described his childhood, quote, I learned from many sources that in childhood I exhibited extraordinarily mental imbecility. <laughs> okay. He just called himself yeah. an extraordinary idiot. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice. That's perspective. Indeed, all who knew me, except my parents, thought me scarcely more than idiotic. It sounds like he came out of it. I well remember that school teachers not unfrequently turned me off with little or no attention as though I was too stupid to learn and too dull to feel neglect. Oh, wow. And my fellows and my school fellows did not forget to add their plight. I remember myself as little disposed to play, seldom cheerful and scarcely ever taking the slightest interest in the plays of others. Long weary days. I sat upon the floor thinking, 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 Oh, Occasionally asking a strange, uninfantile question and never getting an answer. <laughs> so, wow, he was basically treated like a canned ham. Well, listen, I mean, most ki- most kids like to play. He liked to think, 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 <laughs> sitting and thinking. That's fun, huh? Yeah. So he had a great childhood. Just gonna go to that floor and have a fathom real quick. Often, when kids have a childhood like that, they turn out great. That's true? Yeah. Okay, because I feel like... Ideal, well-adjusted people. Okay, because I... I, uh, Okay, go ahead. Yeah. In 1816, the family moved to Hanover, New York. The Strangs were living in what was known as the Burndover District. I'm hoping that that's one word and it's a last name. We've talked about it before. (laughs) Oh, damn it. As we have stated before, it says right here in my... I I don't get to look at that. Uh, this is basically like the Wild West area of religion. With no organization in place, people were moving in rapidly, and crazy religions popped up left and right. So people were filling the void by starting their own religions. Yeah. Well, I'm close to doing that. Yeah. Uh, Gertology is actually a very interesting religion. I'd love to have you be a part of it. He's just doing sit-ups. Don't worry about Jose. That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. He yeah, just did a sit-up. He gets pretty weird in that chair. Look at that. Yoga. Um. When uh, when James was 15, he had an affair with a woman named Nancy Crawford. She was 20. Okay. His father then sent him, because of this, to the... Pimp camp? To a, a Fredonia male academy where he uh, remained for three years. He had some pretty grand ideas for his future, which he wrote in his diary at the time. Okay. Quote, I am 19 years old and am yet no more than a common farmer. 
Tis too bad. I ought to have been a member of the assembly or brigadier general before this time if I am ever to rival Caesar or Napoleon, which I have sworn to. Those are pretty big names. <laughs> pretty big gets. You know what I mean? I don't know if you want to... You know what? Have a goal. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe. But, I mean, look, everybody, we all got a dream to achieve. But, <laughs> that is true. That is true. Um, it's big. big those dreaming are, those big. Are, those are big ones. Dreaming big. I am sometimes almost discouraged as to the great matters that have so long occupied my mind and have this winter seriously thought of marrying a young lady of moderate fortune and settling in private life. But the dreams of empire are so thoroughly imprinted on my mind as not to be easily erased. But I have discouragement from the fact that I have never done one great thing. Well, there's a there, there's a difference right there. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's hard to face reality when you want to be an em- emperor. Yes, right. Yeah, no, dreaming to be an emperor. It, I mean, it's tough. It from is from the bottom tough. up to build an empire. No, a lot of people don't build an empire from a farm in New York. Yeah, well, and they also were doing things when they were children that maybe would inform things like that, as opposed to just sitting on a floor and staring, <laughs> and every now and then asking a really weird question. More from the diary. June, 1832. I spent the day trying to contrive some plan of marrying the heir to the English crown. The heir to the English crown, not the hair. You're not talking like a hair that's it's dangling a, on the crown. It's a, it, I'm going to marry that one hair in the crown. It's Yeah, it's another spell correction. The heir to the English crown. Well, that's a good way to spend your day. Look, hair How can I crown? get this done? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It is difficult. Pining to marry a princess. It is difficult business for me, but I shall try if there is at least a chance. So, so far, he wants to be Napoleon and marry a princess. Yeah. This might How be... How old is he? He's not this, four? This might be what happens when you let a kid sit on the floor and don't talk to him. Get him a chair. My mind has always been filled with dreams of royalty and power. Well, so is everybody's. I no, mean, but this just... is a kid who is completely neglected, so he's like, I'm going to be an emperor! Oh, so, yeah, it is kind of spite-filled, huh? Yeah, yeah. well, it's, it's a reaction to being ignored and called an idiot. Yeah. So now he wants to be the most powerful thing on Earth. <laughs> okay, so he's a villain. Indeed, I not know what to do. Sometimes I have almost a mind to become a priest, but that is too small business for me. Boy, he really won't be caged. In August. I now solemnly confirm to be a priest, a lawyer, a conqueror, and a legislator unless I find better business. Well, I mean, you better tell the business card people to get the slashes ready. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of slashes. a lot of titles. November. Amidst all the evils of the disturbances of our national affairs, there is one consolation. That is, if our government is overthrown, some master spirit may form another... May I be the one? Oh, boy. I tremble oh when boy. I write. Oh, boy. But it is true. Oh, boy. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Overthrow, huh? So he has some goals, some big ideas and stuff. He's got big He's ideas. Got some, he's a big idea. He's got big ideas. Big idea. Dreamer. While I continued to plot, he studied law and was admitted to the New York State Bar at the age of 23. He didn't think much of it. Quote, I should rather be the best hunter in an Indian tribe than a common place member of the New York bar. Okay. I am sorry I have not made more improvement in preparing for my great designs. True, I have done nothing in all my life and am a fool yet. So he, wherever he is, he just wants to be somewhere else. He just wants to be bigger and better. He's studying to be a lawyer. He That's wants not... to be an emperor. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is passing the bar going to do? Baby steps. <laughs> Baby steps. I mean, he's already 23. How is he not an emperor or a brigadier general? Jump into a throne. How is he not a brigadier general? Get a goddamn degree. He became so disgusted with himself. (laughs) For not being an emperor. That he grew a thick brown beard to hide his face and, quote, ease the pain of what he saw in the mirror. I've done that. (laughs) Been there. He became a postmaster, publisher, and editor of a local paper. In 1836, he married the daughter of a Baptist minister, Mary Pierce. They had four children, Mariette, Mary, William, and Hattie. In 1843, he was fired from his postmaster job and moved the family to Burlington, Wisconsin, where he practiced law. Did he open the coat factory? I hope so. 
And he might not have been. Isn't that Burlington, Vermont, the coat factory? Listen, the point is uh, we have one in Wisconsin. You're from Wisconsin. Listen, a coat factory is a fucking coat factory. Know your place. And he, Damn you. and he might not have been the best lawyer. At one point, he sued on behalf of a client because he claimed a neighbor's bees had stolen honey from his client's bee farm. Well, but in his defense, that's really easy to prove. You just got to <laughs> get the bees to testify. Oh, man, when I get those bees up there and cross-examine them, this is going to be fucking nuts. Oh, they're incriminating themselves all over the hive. Look at them. The judge was impressed with the arguments he made and how he explored the law to find new ways to make his case, even though it was ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) But above all, Strang was a great magnetic speaker. He spoke with great emotion and energy. He was a small man with red hair and a reddish beard. He had dark, piercing eyes. They were very close together, and he had what was described as a massive forehead. Okay. This made it seem like his features were grouped together in the middle of his head. Sorry, so he's got... He's got scrunch face. He's got scrunch face. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen anybody with their face all scrunched up? Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anybody that looks like their features are connected to a magnetic nose, though. I'm going to pull up a picture here for you. Of him? Or of scrunch face? Scrunch face. Look at him. Oh, wow. Yeah. That, okay, I get that. I mean, <laughs> it's all down in the middle. Well, he look, there's there's a lot of he's not getting any favors from the top or the bottom of his face either. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. That's why you got to be an emperor. Yep. Um. Uh. uh James's brother-in-law Benjamin became a member of the newly formed Mormon Church. Okay. In nineteen and sorry, in 1844, a highly ranked member of the church visited Burlington, and James Strang was persuaded by his message. James went to the largest Mormon settlement in Nauvoo, Illinois, where he was baptized by Joseph Smith, the founder of the Mormon Church. Well, listen, I mean, if you're going to get it done, if you're if you're look, if you're an emperor, the top dog's going to yeah, baptize you. Yeah, right? no, definitely have the same guy who found golden plates in his yard. Hey, now what? What? Joseph Smith asked Strang what to, the hell's wrong with me to find land near Burlington, Wisconsin for a new settlement. And off James went and he kept busy over an eight week period. He traveled 3,860 miles, wow. attended five conferences, preached 81 sermons and made converts to the cause. Wow. But then tragedy struck. People realized Mormonism was crazy. What? No. Just four months after James was baptized, Joseph Smith was murdered in Illinois. Now leaderless, several Mormons tried to claim they should lead the group. One of those men was, of course, James Strang. Wow, okay. (laughs) Strang said that he had been ordained by angels at the exact same time that Joseph Smith was killed. Well, I mean, do we need to hear from the other candidates? I feel like we've got our winner. know who's accurate the dude who had the angel party (laughs) even though he was 200 miles away at the time and didn't know about joseph smith's death so he was like what are you doing here angel that's one of those things too where like if you're running against him you can i mean it's really just who can pretend the best so you could just be like ah but unfortunately i talked to the real angels and they said those were devil angels in disguise it's it's hard to not it's hard to not to prove a guy didn't see an angel and talk to it. Yeah, right. It is. It's hard. It's hard, but it's equally as hard to prove that he did. Okay, fair. Yeah. Uh, but Strang then produced a letter of appointment from Joseph Smith. It had a, a Nauvoo, Illinois postmark and was dated June 18th, 1844, nine days before Smith's murder. So nine days before he was killed, Supposedly. Joseph Smith mailed a letter saying, "You're number, you're after me, yeah, bro, after me." But I'll be here for ages. Uh, the signature was, was most probably most probably forged. The, the what? Yeah. How? Why? Yeah. Did the angels let him know? But the letter was good enough for some Mormons. Well, listen, it's always been hard to make a. You know, you got to make a really good case to convince them. 
others thought not so much. The letter wasn't written in Joseph Smith's usual style, and those in power excommunicated Strang from the Mormon church for his blatant power grab. Brigham Young then took over the Mormons and uh, took most of uh, Joseph Smith's followers to Utah. Another guy, Rigdon, led a smaller group to Pennsylvania. And then there was Strang. He now had a flock of uh, thousands. Okay. So thousands of people were like, I'm on board with this shit. Hey, man, I believe you when you said that group of angels partied. They became known as the Strangites. Strangites? Yeah, Strang, Strangites. Sure, yeah, it's catchy. Many of them joined him because he was against polygamy. Well, can I... The uh, other two were for polygamy. He's against it. Okay, so so this, there's a bunch this of is, this is what I'll say. Okay, now if you're going to if if you're going to buy into mm-hmm. um, a version of the religion, yeah, I and again I don't agree with the tenets of said religion. Sure, and I don't believe that polygamy should be a thing. But if you're under the umbrella of Mormonism, mm-hmm. why not go to the one where you you know you get a bunch of wives? <laughs> Come on. Because I'm assuming that there are a lot of wives that are going, yeah, we're not going with a fucking polygamist. Sorry, my one, my first wife, or my only wife, <laughs> she wants to be called as being a real see you next Thursday. You know what I mean? <laughs> she doesn't get it. Okay. So in a few months, he has a few thousand followers. It's all going according to plan. Sure. Empire being built. Absolutely. Look out, Napoleon. Now, if you don't know how Mormonism kicked off, Joseph, Joseph Smith had some visions and one night was visited by an angel who told him to dig up a book made of golden plates and other assorted stuff. Yeah. He did, and a religion was started. Yeah. I should add, I don't think one religion deserves uh, criticism over another. They are all that crazy on a level. Well, what what is always the most fascinating thing about religion is the uh, arguing of total hypotheticals. Yes. So where you're just like, my goodness, What? You believe the Holy Ghost did what? The Holy Ghost did nothing of the sort, my man. He was tied up. (laughs) Uh, Suddenly, James Strang started having visions and revelations from God. Don't you just wish... uh, I just wish you could just... Yeah, you didn't have the moral authority inside of yourself to just be like, I don't want to lie to people. You know? (laughs) Because then it would just be so easy to be like... God, just guys, I just came from the bedroom, had a cup of tea with God, and whoa. First of all, big fan of me. Right. Big fan. He called me Blowjob Jeff. So, and I said, does that mean I'm blowing people? He Apparently said, it means no. I'm getting blown. All the time. All the time. All the time. He said, if my cock's not in a mouth, I'm sinning. Right. So the line is here, and um, I'm just gonna what else take did he the, say? I'm going to take these off. That's said, all I can remember right now. He said, now. he loved me, give me your money, and Blood the time. line is to the left. Exactly. Right. Um, one of his uh, visions and revelations uh, was about plates. But these weren't golden plates. No. These were what he called the Vori plates. Right. Of course. Strang got a message from God telling him where to find these plates. Yes. In Vori, near Burlington. So is the idea that maybe God was moving and just lost a lot of plates on yeah, his... If, yeah, yeah. And then, moving. and then these ones he named after the place that they were. Yeah, well, listen, he's the a very... very un- this this all-seeing, all-knowing, powerful being is really yeah. uncreative when it comes to... <laughs> Plus, the plates are close to... Uh, Strang's, you know, house. Well, listen, I mean, look, so, are you, I'm sorry, Dave, are you being an asshole arguing that God's not making it too tough on him? Come on, dude. He hooked him up. The pla- Actually, you know, there's some plates really near here you should probably dig up to. Very, very close by. Very, as a matter of fact, it's a stone's throw. Other plates. The plates were buried under an oak tree. When Strang brought his followers there and they dug, they found a case of slightly baked clay containing three plates of brass. They were metal plates that were also transcribed into the Book of Mormon. How, how, like, the idea of having to pretend like you're surprised that those plates... Oh, look at these! Oh, my God, he was right! Holy moly! He was being honest. I'm as surprised as you are! Look at these! I thought it was maybe a prank prayer. I thought we might be digging for eggs. Look at this. Just like he said. 
three plates on this area that is particularly soily around this grassy area. Uh, they contain an unknown language, <clears throat> the plates. Fortunately, Strang could translate them. Listen. <laughs> Wait, what are you, you're angry because the guy speaks gibberish? <laughs> they contain the final testament of an ancient American ruler named Raja Manchow of Vorito. Yep. Strang published his translation of the plates in his church's newspaper, the Vori Herald. Yep. It worked. A lot of Mormons thought the new plates were a sign that Strang was Smith's true successor. Yeah. No. Look. But uh, why wouldn't they? The first guy found plates. Yeah. If another guy found plates and a bunch time. of people saw it, they're like, this is another, the next plate guy. Look, it's, it's simple. It's just, it's build. I wish Joseph, Joseph Smith was alive. For that part, where oh. he would, because then you can't you can't call bullshit. Nope. You got to be like, oh, I guess there were more plates. Oh uh, fuck! I would like to talk to you behind closed doors for a second. Uh, uh, get in here! All right, motherfucker. I know you buried those plates. I did not. I found yeah, them. Yeah, you from did. God. I buried my plates. What? Or no? I found God. I think you are uh, the second coming God, as well. Thank you. Yes, brother. Also, does anyone know where God buried forks and napkins? We're looking to have a dinner. Cups and mugs would be great. Uh, Smith then wrote about revelations he was having. One said that Brigham Young was inspired by Satan and that James Strang was the actual prophet. It's just That's a convenient one. It's just amazing. Also, God chose James to be a king and said he was the chief shepherd of the whole flock of earth. Yeah. So well, now we're getting to what he was talking about earlier. Yep. Yep. Emperor. Now, Mormons did not have the best reputation, were not really wanted anywhere, and were being persecuted, so Strang decided to find a suitable location for his kingdom. He took about 200 of his flock in 1848 and headed north to the Beaver group of islands in Lake Michigan. Beaver Island itself was a 56 square mile that had been put up for settlement by the government. It had lots of lumber and plenty of fishing, and it was remote, which was just what the Mormons wanted. Sorry. Go ahead. The one Mormon man yep. against polygamy you is are... moving everyone to Beaver Island? That, that is absolutely correct. Interesting. Well, they thought about going to Pussy Island. Yeah. But it was taken. <laughs> and we're not going to the archipelago of cock. Pussy Island, it was just wall-to-wall dudes. Yeah. Who were like, I thought it would be different. Eh, this is kind of shitty. Beaver Island was sparsely inhabited at that time by some Native Americans and a few settlers who were mostly fishermen. Strang and his followers bought some land on the island and quickly set up a colony. It was supposed to be remote and isolated, but that wasn't entirely true. On a nearby island, Mackinac Island, there was a large fishing community that was not pleased. They harassed the Strangites sometimes attacking them. Shopkeepers wouldn't sell to the Strangites. And on Beaver Island, there were Gentiles already living there and a small trading post. Okay. The dislike of the Strangites was immediate. Those living on Mackinac Island didn't want another group coming in and taking their fishing area. The Strangites started started a paper to counter the Mackinac Island's paper which was constantly calling out the Mormons for being assholes. Just started the other... Mormons aren't assholes weekly so they, paper. They had a back and forth with their newspapers. That's cool. That's how you do it. That's how it starts. Yeah. If you can't get your propaganda through far enough, just start a paper. The Strangites were also <clears throat> thrown by how different Beaver Island was from how they were told it would be by Strang. Well, by the way, he's going off of God's word. Right. So it, maybe God's the liar. Thank you. Or maybe this is a prank. Why don't you read the plates? You yeah. know what I'm so saying? The, I'll translate them again, guys. I'll it translate says, these bullshit it says, again. Go to Vagina Island. Oh, Vagina Island. Oh, Fuck. God. This was uh, pure hardship. This was the wild. They came from settled farmland, and now we're in nature, starting from scratch. So at what point, if you're one of the guys who followed him, are you like, this is really fucking down? Oh, for me? For me, well. This next thing thing I'm about to read. For me, it would be this next thing. (laughs) Okay, go. Strang was then coronated king. (laughs) Okay, deal. There were about 300 people in attendance. He wore a bright red flannel robe topped by a white collar with black speckles. He had a breastplate and carried a wooden scepter. 
And of course, a crown described as, quote, a shiny metal ring with a cluster of glass stars in front. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I, like, you got to be sitting there going like, I mean, we had a really nice life. What the there. fuck is happening? This guy. Holy shit. Look at his fucking crown. Joseph Smith, this wasn't a thing. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. It takes a lot for me to miss Joseph Smith bullshit. <laughs> Strang got a traveling Shakespearean actor named George Allen to help him with the pomp and circumstance of the event. Adams placed the crown on Strang's head, anointing him King James I. All right, by the power of bullshit. <laughs> You're the king. And... As an actor, man, this goes on the head. And with all the power of pretending to be others, <laughs> I bestow upon the head of thee the crown made earlier today. What the? F Sorry, who's paying me for this shit? There's somebody. <clears throat> At the ceremony, Strang anointed his followers with a quote. Holy oil that had a queer smell. <laughs> the mixture Adorable. the mixture was olive oil and phosphorus. When he threw it on them, it lit up their heads and everyone was very excited. Wow. Doesn't take much. Days before, Strang had told one of his followers to get a couple of bottles of phosphorus, dress up in a long white robe, and stand on the highest hill on Beaver Island. When he broke the bottles of phosphorus, blew a trumpet, and... And then he vanished. That made it seem like an angel had visited. Oh my god! Excitement uh, was all around. So, the, and then there's other people on Beaver Island too, right? Like you said, there's some settlers who <laughs> oh, are yeah. probably just like, "Sweet, god. what in the fuck is happening right an now?" An angel? Yeah. Well, your angel. No, did you just see the guy? Over a rock. He's he walking down the back of the hill. But the not, angel, not very well either. <clears throat> he looks very scared of falling. Your angel. Strang returned the favor to. Adams, the actor, and made him prime minister. Hey, I want to thank you for helping out with the of king course, ceremony. It was great to get How over would you like to be prime and, um, minister? I'm sorry? Would you like to be prime minister of Beaver Island? Well, I don't. I mean, I've never worked in government. Don't worry about it. You were an actor, right? Yeah. So act like a prime minister. I am in. I'm absolutely. Yes, let's. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah, great. Let's do it. Great. What's I, up, uh, primey? Hey, Prezi. <laughs> A king, but... Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so let's get that straight. Sorry. Line. But some found this all a bit strange, Ooh. as not all the people who had come were Mormons. Some were just... Realists. ...convinced by Strangites that this was a great place to start a new life, and so they followed. They didn't find out they'd be living under a king until they got there. A king. And many didn't even know what Strangites were until they were living amongst them. Right. One of the people who was not a Mormon uh -huh. was James Strang's wife. Uh, so she's uncomfortable. She didn't believe in James' teachings. They had been married before he converted, and she had not gone along with the whole thing. She actually probably buried the fucking plates. She's like, you know, I'm just going to stay a uh, Protestant, if that's cool. No! I'm going to stay... Uh, um, yeah, I'm just going to be a Protestant. No! I don't know what this is. You're you're saying you found plates? Yeah! God and, told me where their pl the plates okay, were. Yeah, but God doesn't talk to you. Yeah, I did! When you went out to go get those eggs! Jimmy. Jimmy. Don't call me Jimmy! Jimmy, how long have we been married? I don't know. I wasn't listening. God didn't just start talking to you. Yeah, he did. He just, when you went out and got those eggs. I'm t listen, okay, okay. would I lie? Okay. Listen, what about this sounds you know crazy? I'm, I'm listen, going... baby, shut the fuck up. Listen to me. Okay, that's... Listen, when you went out to get those eggs... Yeah, I went out to get eggs. You were gone for, what, 20, 25 minutes? Yeah. And then while you were gone... Right. God popped in... No, he didn't. Ta shh, talk to me. Taught me a Martian language. Buried some plates made of bronze out pretty close... And then he didn't want to see you. He doesn't like you, I guess. He wanted to be gone by the time you got back. He said he didn't want to be. In, he didn't want to be that guy. Is what he kept saying. He goes, "I don't want to be that guy." Jimmy, when, I don't we, want to, huh? when we met, you were like, "I want to be emperor," and I was like, "Well, that's fun. That's like I a know." Funny and thing. isn't it crazy how that's you can like manifest a, a dream if you really believe in yourself? That's like a funny thing that he'll get over, and he'll get a real job, no, and he'll become real job. Well, you'll get a real work job. in a newspaper uh, and support newspaper. the family. Support the. I, of course, I'm supporting the family. Okay? God is my best friend. Okay, I'm going to go for a walk. Okay, but while you're gone, don't be surprised if you come back and God's been chatting to me again. Okay. Okay? Okay, Jimmy.
Good pal. One neighbor told the new arrival, quote, I have no faith in Strang at all. I fear he is misleading those people, and I'm afraid they will cause us lots of trouble before long. But my husband thinks they're well-meaning people. So there is the smartest person there. We have invested considerable money, which I feel we shall regret. Yes. Yep. Next, the followers were told to work on building Strang's giant king house. This was uh, another revelation from God. Well, listen, yeah, you know, I mean, look. <clears throat> so I got a new one last night. God wants me to have, like, a really big pad, like a super big house. We're all very hungry. Yeah, but here's the thing. God said he'll give you food after I get a house. I, can I ask you a fair question? Why does God like you so much more than us? I don't know. God, it would be great to eat. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just know God's, like, 19 rooms. But after we build you the kingdom, then yep, we can have... You can have some pudding or whatever, yeah. Did yeah, you say yeah. pudding? Yeah, good old God. We need sustenance. God pudding. Mm, that sounds weird. He said if they built the house, they would get, quote, extraordinary endowment of heavy illumination protecting them from all the shafts of Satan. Yeah. But Careful, they, too, because Satan's everywhere. But they weren't protected from winter. <laughs> oh, well, couldn't God just put it on hold? In 1849, sickness hit the Strangites. Food was hard to come by, and they didn't have any money. They did not know how to fish, and they had come too late to plant crops. Their clothing was not made for cold northern weather. The Strangites began showing up at uh, Gentiles' homes looking for food. Strang was no help because he was gone. He left before winter hit to recruit more Mormons down south, where it was warmer. He had done a vacation in the south now that I have a bunch of money. See you guys. I will be back in a bit. Okay. Just a couple of months or just, whatever. Just four. you guys live through this. I'll be back with reinforcements. The whole winter, the Strangites kept crying, Oh, if only our king was here as they starved to death. Oh, God. The non Strangites started burying their food so they wouldn't have to share it with the Strangites. You, <laughs> you know, that's, that's amazing. That they're actually burying the things of value <laughs> after the plate incident. The, no, the non... The, the, the non-strangers. The, yeah, they're yeah, burying I mean. stuff. Yeah. That the people who are burying things of value are the ones who don't buy the bullshit. Those who knew how to fish began to teach the strangites how and put out nets to catch fish for them. But several still died. Strang came back in the spring when it was warmer. How was your winter? Hey, guys. How'd you guys fare? Oh, my God. I am wearing shorts. Oof, I have had quite the hot or the uh, religious recruitment. He was his usual calm and serene self. He went from house to house, and everyone was so thrilled to see him again that they seemed to forget their horrific winter. He visited one non-Mormon family, and uh, they told him of all the suffering that had occurred, and he responded, quote, Oh, they must get used to island life and expect to have some hardships. Oh, what a prick. More Mormons that Strong had recruited began arriving. God. They, yeah. The more. Yeah. Can you, I mean, can you, we were just, we, we really are just from such idiots. Yeah. Just so stupid. Yeah. I don't know how you, you're living somewhere and some guy comes down. This is what I can never understand. So you're somewhere. And a dude comes and tells you about a new god, and you buy it, and then you go there? Like, I can never get but that. But there's just no, like, with no evidence. With no evidence. But you've been living this whole life, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, really? Well, he, they found God said it. Plates in her, under a thing? You promise God said that? The new arrivals seemed to have a better understanding of farming and taking care of themselves. Each family gave 10% of their earnings to the king. He then implemented his own rules. There would be no alcohol. Bat- baptisms for the dead. What? Well, that's what a lot of Mormons do. They baptize the dead? Yeah, it's a thing. Animal sacrifices, tobacco, coffee, and tea were not allowed. Okay. So. Oh, no, animal sacrifices were allowed. He had animal sacrifices. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant. But tobacco, coffee, and tea were not allowed. Cool. Some uh, were even more strange. One was to build and maintain island roads. So that's build a weird. Roads? Well, that's a weird revelation. Yeah, build and maintain. He also roads. said roads. He said we need some roads. Around. He was really God, and if I can be very specific, he told me we need some roads up in this bitch. 
I mean, this is like real life Sims. He forbid marrying dwarves, hunchbacks, and other deformed persons. <laughs> I think that's. I mean, listen. Do you really have to tell people? I mean, I feel like people in this time are already kind of like, nah. But you have to be like, none of them. Hold on now, everybody. No hunchbacks. But may hunchbacks marry dwarves, sir? Maybe. Oh, fuck. Uh, I gotta Fine, talk but to nobody g- watch them fornicate. I gotta talk to God about that I mean, one. This is very specific. Uh, he also forbid fashionably narrow shoes. <laughs> Boy, this god honestly sounds like he's like a cast member of Fashion 911. Ugh. The Council of Apostles was formed. They made laws and punished Strangites who disobeyed. Some were now being excommunicated and thrown off the island. Dr. H.D. McCullough was excommunicated for drunkenness. Others, like Thomas Bedford, were flogged for adultery. That is something Thomas Bedford never forgot. When the non, then the non-Mormon fishingmen were taxed. How did they take that? Ten dollars per boat made the king quite a bit of money. Wait, they they accepted that? Yeah, well they were they were making they were just so outnumbered. They were making so much money from fishing, and they were outnumbered that they didn't really cause a lot of. Well, that's terrible. However, nothing strange did please the non-Strangites on Mackinac Island. They continued to harass, and tensions between the groups continued to build. Okay. Strang also had new revelations when he returned from his winter journey. First, Sorry, you mean new bullshits? N- revelations. Bullshit. God talked to him again. Yeah. He's out there for months. God doesn't God just lay it all out there once? God and chat. They like they like to one at a time. Lay them out. It sounds like he doesn't really know the future you, as much as you would think. An all seeing, all knowing, all you know. If you do them all at once, people forget stuff. <laughs> well, just get write them on some fucking plates and bury them. <laughs> First, he said that God wanted Strangites to take what they needed from the Gentiles. Oh my God, God's. Boy, this God, huh? It was their privilege Not to take cool. to take from them. Not cool. Suddenly, the non-Strangites on Beaver Island felt very insecure about their living situation. Yeah, as they fucking should. The effect was immediate. The Strangites started taking from the non-Strangites. Suddenly, the peaceful coexistence between the two people were gone. Peoples were gone. Mr. Peter McKinley suffered considerably as Strangites took his cattle and butchered them. A Mormon boy who worked for McKinley told him that the Strangites were doing this, and for that the boy was given 50 lashes by his fellow Strangites. Jesus. Don't be a snitch, bro. Yeah, but... Don't be a snitch, bro. Right, but... Snitches get lashes. (laughs) Snitches get lashes. From a memoir... Quote, we were startled one morning to hear several boats and nets had been taken by the Mormons, along with many barrels of fish from the storehouses near the lighthouse. Some Ohio fishermen had stored their fish and other property, expecting to come back in the spring, leaving a man to look after the property. The Mormons took everything to the harbor. Our people saw them passing very early in the morning. They were all well armed and ready to resist any interference from the Gentiles. Yeah, but the joke's kind of on them because if you leave fish frozen for that long, the flavor's really it's basically not, it's gone. It's not good. It's going to be dry. I mean, you can't make sushi, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it, it'll, you know, it'll well, do, you but... dry it out, but it's just for sustenance at that not, point. It's, you want to go, you want to go, you know, water to table mainly, so this is kind of like... Right. Yeah. There's yeah. not really a winner in this. It's a bad idea. Yeah. So, anything on the island, no matter whose it was, was now Strang Ice. The King's. Yeah. Sure. Beaver Island started to get a bad name with ships. Mm-hmm. Between 1849 and 1851, three ships that stopped there were never heard from again. It's becoming more and more like a ghost island. So they would attack the ships at night. And then... And take everything off it and then scuttle the ship. Right. And many items from the ships were later found in the possession of the Strangites. That's really crazy. At the same time, James Strang sent out apostles to travel the country to bring new converts to the island, and they came. Of course. Of course they did. They heard Uh, about the abundance. Yeah. The non-Strangites on the island were now very much fearing the Strangites. The Strangites started carrying knives and guns. So they're they're getting shady. Yeah, shit's getting real. They would just come to a home, enter without knocking, and demand a meal. Wow. That is some bold <laughs> shit right there. 
<laughs> yeah, feed us. Hi, I'm going to need some... Uh, no, not this. I would like something better. Maybe a stew? What is your best food? Make that. Sometimes they would spend the We're gonna night... We're going to go to your bed for a sleep. <laughs> They're Goldilocksing this place. It's full-on Goldilocks. In 1850, the local fishermen had had it with the Strangites. They planned a 4th of July celebration at Beaver Island, which was to end in the forcible expulsion of the Strangites. Awesome. So they got good and drunk Mm. and then headed for the island to do their work. Well, can I say that's a flaw? Well, you got to start getting a little lubed up. Get ready for the party. Uh, Might want to go sober. Okay, no. Shit, no, girl. You got to go in and party. I'm a boy. Okay. Uh, so they get drunk, they head there, but as they arrived, Strang fired a cannon he had secretly purchased at them, and all of the terrified fishermen took off. Listen, God, God, God had a, yeah, God, God was said, smart. God was like, get a cannon. Forethought. God was like, hey, bro, get a big gun. But also there, I mean, these guys are pussies, obviously. Now, when you're shooting, what? okay, so when they're shooting, when he's shooting a cannon, I mean, is he shooting a cannonball? Yeah. So what the fuck? Just... I know you got to reload it. You got to do a whole I mean, thing. That, it it's seems not easy. like yeah, you don't quit after one. Maybe three if you're like. But man, he didn't, they didn't know how many he had when he shoots the one. Listen, I think if I was back then, I would have fucking been like. You would tear that shit like, up. Yeah, I'd be like, he's got to reload. One of the biggest reasons many Mormons followed Strang after Joseph Smith died because they're idiots. As I said before, was polygamy, and Strang being against it. <laughs> this has he's marrying more written all over. He it. <laughs> He didn't stop those who had more than one wife, but he did say no more wives could be taken. But now suddenly, he was given a new revelation. Excuse me, it's God again. Polygamy. Fuck them all. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them all is what he said. What? He wrote it on this bullshit. I mean, on this plate. And he did this with his fist. He He was like, fuck them all. He was very graphic. He said anal is fine. Yes, so polygamy now must be practiced. Cool. Well, listen. Of course, all of his followers were blindsided by this revelation. It's a different revelation. This was the complete opposite of what he'd been saying the entire time. But he had a good theory. He said that polygamy would liberate and elevate the women by allowing them to choose the best possible mate, even if he was already married. So they wouldn't have to pick from a bunch of leftover shitty dudes they could go to no, the they top could go to the taken ones yeah yeah way better yeah that's better that's better why have a bad meal to yourself when you can have a taste of a good one thank you yeah he kicked it all off by taking a second wife for himself and you know what i'm gonna start the party off nancy i've had my own fucking Ooh, you what up, girl? god said you were ready to go then the original mrs strang was cool not a mormon packed her shit Took the three kids and split. Well, somebody is selfish and not listening yeah. to the word of wow. God. Wow, somebody's not into God at all. Oh, Lord. But the second wife wasn't as flashy as you'd expect. Strang had her dress in men's clothes, and they'd travel around trying to convert people like a couple of bros. He called her Charles Douglas. Okay, so, I'm sorry, can we just... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, here's the thing, right? Is that you understand why he's doing all of this up until now. <laughs> like, you get it. It's coming from a selfish, greedy place. Yeah. We took a left why turn. Why is he now turning his second wife into a boy and going to... Hey, shit just got weird. Yeah. What's happening? It's a pretty weird call. To... <laughs> and what is he calling his Char- second wife? Charles again? Douglas. Charles Douglas. <laughs> My name's Betty. Easy, easy, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Shut up. Come on, Chuck. Oh, man. I can't wait to get you out of that three-piece suit when we get home. (laughs) Uh, So then he took three more wives, uh, very young, and uh, these he allowed to dress like women, which was cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, Wait, the other one wasn't even allowed to dress like a woman? No, she she had to dress like a dude all the time. It's fucking crazy. It's very... I I would understand that if that's wife three and you're like, hey, just for a change up. But right out of the gate to be like the next wife, you're your only wife for a minute, just like a boy. Okay, so you're wife two, bro. So God told me some more crazy stuff. He wants my new wife to be a boy. (laughs) 
with anyway, a, with a vagina. I'm starting to wonder if it's just some dude with a megaphone or something. God actually said vagina boy. Yeah, he did. He said a vagina boy. This is Mary Henderson's story. I spoke with my husband about the polygamy doctrine, and he said, have no fears. Strang can never make me bring another wife into our home. On the eighth anniversary of our wedding, my husband said to me, I shall not be home to dinner as there is some very important business to be done at the temple. Uh I followed him to the door saying, now remember, this is our anniversary. Just as the clock struck five, I heard the gate click and our faithful dog gave a low growl. I hurried to the door. My husband was coming up the path with a woman holding it. Onto his arm. Oh my God. Before I had time to move or speak, they stepped past me into the house. My husband said to me, Mary, let me introduce you to my wife, to whom I have just been sealed in this spirit this day. And I hope you will welcome her and show her the respect which is her due from you. Happy anniversary! Unbelievable. Worst anniversary ever. Unbelievable. I stood still. I could not move. I could not speak. My tongue would not move in my mouth. That's crazy. On the anniversary. And just to go to town. I'll be back in a bit. Oh, such a fucking Here's a woman who'll be living with us. Look what I found. She's also a wife. The women of the island were becoming more and more upset as their husbands brought home new wives. Don't Don't they respect God? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean... What about God? Yeah, he wants them all to get that. Be a little more selfish. Yeah, honestly. Several women went to speak to uh, the king as a group and begged him not to do this. Strang said he did not propose to be ruled by a lot of weak, whining women. Also, you right there. Come here. You're a wife now. The women were sent off the island away from their families. Oh, wow. Jesus Christ. What? Well, that's... What do you mean, what? Hardball, bro. Yeah, no, that is hardball. Word of what was called the Michigan Mormon Trouble finally reached President Millard Fillmore. Well, King outdoes President. Well, that's what I think. He told the Attorney General to begin prosecution of Strang for federal charges, including treason, delaying the mail, cutting timber from public lands, (laughs) tax irregularities, and counterfeiting. I just grabbed a bunch. Okay. It made me laugh to go from treason to delaying the mail. Delaying the mail. James Strang and a hundred of his followers were taken aboard the U.S. Naval Gunboat Michigan and brought to Detroit in May of 1851. It was Sorry, was King Strang taken? Yeah. That has got to be such a fucking awkward boat ride. Oh. So why are we going here if you're, you're the king, right? So why are we going to um, maybe be prosecuted? What did God say about any of this? He said, do it. He oh. was like, get in there. Okay. Get in there. Get, be good. He likes the idea. Yeah, he's totally down. Okay. Just seems like... Is that your wife, or is that... Um, I don't have any more questions. So. Okay, cool. Well, good talking to you. Though. Yeah, I don't want to... Yeah. All right. Cool. Catch you around. Uh, you met Charles? Yeah, you mean your man-wife? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, this has been a good trip. <laughs> Overall, um, so, boy, I hope you're right. Otherwise, it kind of feels like my life was wasted. What you are you talking about? Right. Hang just, in there. All right. It's just, there's a lot of punches we're rolling with over here. God, God gave me a revelation last night, and it was a cat hanging from a tree branch, and he said, hang in there. That sounds like God. Having been trained as a lawyer, Strang acted as his own defense attorney and won the case. Oh, my God. This made him a national celebrity and got him positive coverage by the Michigan press. He was now a well-liked celebrity. Oh, my God. It didn't go the way you thought it would, did it? Nope. No. Well, that's because this is what God wanted. Yeah, right. For sure. Strang then ran and won a seat. In the 1853 Michigan State Legislature, no, where no, he no 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 served no. two terms. No 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 no. This is, is he still a king? Yeah, fuck yeah, he is. So now a king is working. Yeah, he's in the doing government. A fucking side work. Seems a little below him. The king needs to know what the people are doing. Sure. The same magnetism and speaking skills that made him a cult leader were at work here. His fellow legislators became big fans. And they now figured everyone who had been talking shit about him on the island were nuts. Yeah, they're crazy. 
But while in the legislature, he also fought against people being able to sell or trade alcohol to Native Americans. This really pissed off people who sold alcohol to Native Americans. Right. Meanwhile, the Strangites on Beaver Island were being torn apart by Strang's revelations, particularly polygamy. But those who wanted to leave had no way to get off the island and no ideas what to do when they did get off. Yeah. Because they'd sold their farms and gone after... And yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have no... You believed you were going to a promised land. Yeah. So so you don't have a second... You don't have a plan B when you're going to a fucking promised land. No, if you're going into paradise, why would you have a plan B? You don't go like, and worst case scenario, we go back to Michigan. Yeah, we'll save a little nest egg in case... Just in case he's not the king and God didn't write those plates to him. Just in case. Just in case. I'll work at a paper. And things grew worse with the Gentiles. The Bennett family came back to their home from fishing one afternoon and were confronted by two Strangites demanding fishing tax money. Mr. Bennett asked to see the king before he paid the tax. He was then shot seven times. Um, So things are heating up. Yeah, no, it doesn't seem very pious. When... uh, they heard about this on Mackinac Island. They wanted justice and revenge. A sheriff okay. from Mackinac Island was sent with a posse and 32 Native Americans. They came into the Mormon village around midnight and yelled some sort of Irish, we're here to fuck up your shit war cry. And the Strangites fled sh- shoeless into the woods and the swamp. The sheriff's men then plundered the village and took what they wanted. It it says a lot when you are uniting white authoritative figures and Native Americans in a cause. At oh, this yeah, time. for sure. I mean, you really are dealing with some real BS. You're a super asshole. But the women on the island were then in for something worse. What? Strang made a decree that, for health reasons, women should wear only loose-fitting knee-length bloomers as opposed to anything that, quote, pinches or compresses the body or limbs. There was an uproar. What, what, uh, sorry. <laughs> what, what does he... He wants them to wear... Bloomers. And because it doesn't show their body? I don't know why they just didn't like it. He just is making them wear underpants. No, uh, bloomers aren't underpants. What are they're, bloomers? I think they're they're like a big puffy pant. Oh, I'm picturing like undergarment. He, so he's just making them wear hammer pants. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what a bloomer is. Okay. Cra- whatever it is, it's crazy. No matter what. Are you looking up bloomers? <laughs> well, do you want me to? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure a bloomer is just like a fat uh, bloomer's definition. It's a a women's loose-fitting knee-length underpants. No, you're right. Yeah. I'm I'm picturing, like, it is. It's, like, puffy, like... No, no. uh, Historical. Women and girls loose-fitting trousers gathered at the knee or originally the ankle. Yeah. So so it's not underpants. It's... Back then, it's... But it's still... Very loose trousers. But it is not something a woman would... Like, it would never... A woman would never wear that out... That's not what a woman would... Okay, all right. Well, I don't know if it's good island uh, wear. It's not good island wear, but it's also not like, whoa. I mean, it makes no sense, I guess is the point. Unless unless he he unless he, he did want them to wear underwear. Well, and Mormons do wear magic underwear. Yeah, maybe he maybe in this... In, I couldn't find any more information about it, but maybe in this case, he was demanding that the women wear underwear. But it's not like lingerie. It's like, wear that puffy No, stuff. it's a big puffy... Yeah. Yeah, it's like puffy pirate underwear. I mean, let's let's hope for the sake of let's pretend for the sake of the story, since we don't know one way or the other, that he demanded a bunch of women wear underwear. I think that is what he demanded. <laughs> uh, so he said, "Wear uh, bloomers as opposed to anything that pinches or compresses the body or limbs." So there's an uproar. Some wives refused to wear bloomers, and Strang had their husbands flogged. Jesus. The bloomer issue was the final straw. By now, 
so many wanted Strang dead that his followers begged him to use bodyguards, and he refused. Oh, boy. Though many of the Gentiles had already left Beaver Island by now, things got worse when Strang sent word that those remaining had to come to the harbor and be baptized into the Church of Zion or leave the island in 10 days. That was it. They all fled. Yeah, that's going to be awkward when he's like, so... Where, where they, uh, are the? Uh, oh, did we said what did we said four? Right, we, we said four. four. Yeah, we said four. Why aren't you in bloomers? Yeah, that's a very good question. There were now uh, too many stories about Strang forcibly taking property and revenue on the island, reaching the government, and the non-Strangites from near uh, by communities were lashing out and attacking whenever possible. The USS Michigan was sent to the island to handle the tensions between the Strangites and the non-Strangites. The captain asked for Strang to join him. On June 16th, 1856, as Strang walked down to the dock, two disgruntled Mormons, Alexander Wentworth and Thomas Bedford, walked up behind Strang and shot him in the back. All of this was done in the view of officers on the ship. No one yelled to warn him. Now, I remember Bedford was a guy who got flogged yeah. for something. Yeah. But that is amazing that they're like, keep. Yeah, they're just coming. like, I'll check this out. Oh my God, they have guns. Uh-huh. And. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, you owe me Coke. <laughs> Three bullets hit Strang. One grazed his head, the other went into his cheek, and the last into his spine. He was paralyzed from the waist down. One of the men then walked up and brutally beat him with the pistol. The two shooters then calmly walked onto the ship and asked for a sanctuary. Hey, can we come with you guys? Hey, we're on your side. Yeah, good. The shooters were taken to Mackinac Island and put in jail. They were there about a week. One night, the door was unlocked, and a man said to them, ask no questions, but hurry to the dock and go on board the steamboat that is there. They did, and that was that. Wow. Strang knew he was dying. He requested to be brought to his first wife's house. His first wife. Oh, I wow. liked her the best. Yeah, welcome back. Asshole. Oh, now that I can't move, I feel like I've made mistakes. You know, I talked to God a little bit more. Stop with the God stuff. One of his apostles asked if he was going to name a successor. The king replied, I do not want to talk about it. <laughs> what a, I mean, this is a guy who has a line to God, and now he sounds like a 13-year-old. I don't. No. Stop asking me about no that. questions. I PO'd. He did that for several days. No. As he laid dying, refused to pick a successor. No. He was then taken. So he's in his first wife's home where this, they keep asking him. And then he died 11 days later. At this point, there were around uh, 2,600 followers on the island. Unbelievable. Right? Uh, just how. Strength. Strang had told them many times that bullets could not pierce his skin, and they believed it. Also a dumb thing to tell people. Yeah, and also... I mean, just for fuck's sake, you'd just be like, well, shoot him, see what happens. I mean, this is... Oh, he isn't bulletproof. Super awkward. Yeah. Um, From a newspaper, quote, And now, when they knew their king was killed and killed by a bullet, they were paralyzed with sorrow, many of them completely incapable of thinking or doing for themselves. They seemed like a people without a hope in the world. Many wrung their hands and wept with sad moaning, saying, Our king is dead. Our king is dead. But on Mackinac Island, a different atmosphere. More like a party atmosphere. Then the drunken hordes attacked Beaver Island as they saw this as the perfect time to rid the area of Strangites. Why, why do they keep getting so drunk before they make these big moves? It's a fucking party, bro. But just go, dude, make the move, then have the party. I, why? You, you gotta, don't party, then make the move. I don't know. Yeah, you're, any, you're, you're off. No. I mean, it's like a dream to have like an army of wasted people come up and be like, well, we've got a couple uh, things to decree your way. I don't feel so hot. I don't know if they're that drunk. I, I don't know if they're a cartoony drunk. Oh, really? They could just oh, be really? like an angry drunk guy. Well, like, like what? think about a fraternity, attacking another fraternity. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that's not great. Yeah, well, we all know how sober frats stay. <laughs> all right. So uh, they 
forcibly removed them, they robbed them, they beat them, and then they dumped them on the docks. Then they were put on boats. And the Strangites were dropped off all around the edges of Lake Michigan in Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, and Indiana in small groups so they couldn't find each other and regroup. They often had nothing but their clothes. They were complete, total refugees without means. It worked. They were scattered all across the country. It is the best way to deal with it. That is a fucking genius plan. That's the best way to do it. Whoever thought that up, that's the winner. It's like when there's someone really evil and you cut them in like seven pieces and put each one of them on a continent and bury it. You're like, just so they don't form again. I feel like that's a weird analogy. Sure, sure. Have you done that? You no, see, but that, they... that happened in a movie I saw once. I think what movie? Huh? Mm, Airbud. Mr. Smith goes to Washington. I think it was Airbud. Some tried to keep the Church of Strang alive, but it was difficult because he had refused to name a successor. Who? Over those two weeks, he was dying. Who? Who? Who is still clinging? Going like I think we were onto something. Well, the number. The numbers dwindled quickly. Come on, guys. We were right there. We were just about to click. Later, a man who had once been a leader of the church said that that Strang and Caleb Barnes, a former law partner of Strang's, had actually fabricated the Vori plates. They apparently made the plates out of an old tea kettle owned by Strang's brother-in-law and engraved them with an old saw file. After they put acid on them to crow them, giving them an ancient appearance. They bored a long slanting hole under a tree and put the plates inside, tamping earth into the pole, which left not a trace of their handiwork. I'm I'm very shocked to hear that it was bullshit. That's crazy. Lorenzo Hickey, one of his apostles, stepped up as the leader until he died in 1897. But there was no true prophet, as Strangs hadn't named one. Today, they are divided... No. Today, they are divided into two groups. They both make claims to be rightful followers. One was upset that the other one incorporated in the 60s. Uh, um, Dave. What? You're talking about today? There are somewhere between 100 and 300 Strangites today. The date Can we of email King James' coronation, July 8th, is one of the two most important dates in the Strangite church year. That is so many people to still have. <laughs> that is 100 to 300 too many. Do they have? I, well, no, I I've read interviews with them. There. Well, it is the same. I mean, look. I again, I think your your point earlier is accurate, which is that you should not like, you know, really like mincing words over which one of these groups is crazier, because for the most part, any best very specific religion has to have a good amount of invention in it. Yeah. But what? But Mormonism is really crazy. I mean, how... I don't, I don't, it's not I, crazier than any other fucking religion. It, 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 no, it, it, it really... It isn't, ultimately. But but it's really fucking crazy. Yeah, but they all are. They're all crazy. I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Any, any religion where someone is telling you exactly what a man in the sky has said to do yeah. with life on Earth is... Uh, it's it, there's definitely a hint of bullshit. Yep, a little bit. Just the pinch. Are we gonna go through the Bible and read a lot of stuff that's like that seems real? Well, come on now. Okay, sorry. Yeah, that's that book was solid. Written recently and still makes sense. It's solid. Yeah, we came from a rib. <sighs> Fuck. Come on, man. Someone buried a rib. Here we are. Anyway, that happened. Wow. Uh, in the words of Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> Why the country? We're signing cars. <laughs> hey there, people listening to the dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I hey, listen. I have a new podcast called "We're Here to Help" that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. 
You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there.